We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's talk a little recruiting, Ryan. Notre Dame yesterday hosted a barbecue event. Had a lot of kids on campus. Man, a lot of kids on campus, obviously, that uh, are, are – I mean, we were kind of looking at this list being like, man, like this is – I mean, if Notre Dame's going to have a number one class in 2024, they're going to need to hit, hit a pretty high mark on this list. So we're going to kind of go through just some of the guys on campus. Obviously, there was committed players on campus, Cam Williams and C.J. Carr. Actually, all, all the 2024 commits were on campus. Jaden Greathouse is on campus, gave Chad Bowden a haircut uh, while he was on campus. And, uh, you know, obviously, there's a lot of 2024 kids on campus, as we said. We'll, we'll stuff from the 23 kids. Well, we don't have anything on Ben Minich yet. We're, we're still efforting that. But uh, we do have a little intel on, on Austin Novosad. We'll put that on the message board. I want to focus on the 2024 kids, Ryan, and I want to start off. Obviously, the the committed kids did really well, but uh, you know, I thought it was I thought one kid I want to kind of start off with is Cam Williams. It's really interesting. Cam Williams went from being a kid that at the beginning of summer wasn't even really thinking about committing, wasn't really on his radar, and now he's in the class and he's on campus and he's trying to recruit guys. And I'm not surprised he tried to you know continues to recruit Justin Scott and uh, and. Um, and uh, I'm trying Marquis Lightfoot. Obviously, Justin Scott's a huge Notre Dame target. But I love the fact that another receiver who's committed was on campus trying to recruit another even more highly ranked receiver in Ryan Wingo. I don't maybe that's just me reading into it, but that said says a lot about Cam Williams to me, Ryan. No, I agree completely. And obviously, me me and Sean both had the chance to talk to Cam a little bit. And I know that Sean even put out a little you know, Intel piece on the, on the board. So if you're not signed up at boards that you should again, go check it out. Cause we had a lot of updates yesterday, continuing to roll those out today. And I mean, Brian, aside from CJ Carr, Cam Williams is the top recruiter so far in the 2024 class of the committed players. I'd say, I mean, he was putting in work yesterday. He, he basically told me that he did not leave Ryan Wingo's side the entire day. You know, like he was talking to Justin was talking to Cam Marquise is another kid that you're, that you spoke about. But I love the fact that it was a wide receiver kind of showing again, like, hey, we want you in this class to another wide receiver. And, and if for this, I mean, let's be honest here. Cam Williams is a highly regarded kid, top 150 type of player right now. I think he has the ceiling to be even higher than that. 
but he's talking to the number one wide receiver in the country by most platforms, the number six player by one. And a lot, I think some, some wide receivers would be like, oh, competition, you know, like kind of push that away, especially when a kid's so, so much highly, well, not so much, but high, more highly rated than Cam is. But I think that when 100 spots at, is pretty much a big yes. jump. I mean, sure. we could argue that sure. Cam Williams should be ranked higher or whatever, but even if he's 75, 75 yeah. to six is still a pretty big, pretty big difference. No, yeah, 100%. And uh, yeah, I think that Cam. Cam welcomes the opportunity to play mm-hmm. with a guy like a Ryan Wingo. Cause I think that Cam understands also that he will benefit from playing right. with a guy like a Ryan Wingo. Right. Well, like, and, I, I and mean, kids know nowadays, it's not just one guy getting all the touches. It's not, it's 100%. not the case anymore. 100%. Speaking of, speaking of Ryan Wingo, we did have a super chat from Randy Hernandez. Thank you for the super chat, Randy. Uh, Randy asked, do you think Schwingo is a strong lean? Um, let's kind of discuss Randy's comment after you give the update. You had a chance to speak with Ryan and I believe his coach. Yes. Correct. Yep. Following the visit. So what's the latest with how everything went? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Trade Coffee sent us two new flavors after my wife filled out their quiz. Big City French Roast from Joe Coffee in New York City and Black Velvet from Atomic Coffee Roasters in Massachusetts. The Black Velvet was a dark roast with a note of burnt sugar, graham cracker, and malted milk balls. It was a very rich but smooth flavor that reminded her a bit of her favorite dessert, creme brulee. The Big City French Roast was also a dark roast, which is right up my wife's alley. And it was flavored with burnt sugar, baking chocolate, and roasted almonds. The smell in the kitchen while she was preparing a cup of coffee put a smile on my face. And she said the taste was even better and sweeter. And she didn't pick these flavors. They were chosen by Trade after she filled out a short quiz. You got to give this a try. And Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. These are independent businesses from big cities and small towns. Trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters, often being the largest source of new growth for them. Trade's coffee team actually taste tests thousands of coffees to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you, and Trade's human-powered algorithm will find it. Trade is so confident they'll match you right the first time that if they don't, They'll take your feedback, and an actual coffee expert will work with you to send you a brand new bag for free. 
Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping and handling when you go to drinktrade.com forward slash Irish. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com forward slash Irish and let Trade find you a coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com forward slash Irish for $30 off. Second this summer, third trip to campus, only coming off his sophomore year. So obviously right there, there's interest, right? I mean, Ryan Wingo is, and I've spoken, like Brian said, to his coach a lot at this point, who's also a teacher that has taught Ryan uh, this past year as well. So Ryan is a very high academic kid, very thoughtful kid. He's using the recruiting process as a vehicle to see other places. So originally, Brian, the, the thought process was, Ryan is going to take all these visits to a bunch of different spots and there's not going to be like multiple trips to one spot, but that quickly changed. Mm-hmm. And now he's been ordering three different times when he was trying to use recruiting as a vehicle to check out as many different places as possible. So I think that there's tremendous, tremendous interest, Randy. I wouldn't say there's a lean because mm-hmm. other, I mean, a lot of, a lot of go check out his offer list, right? Like there's a lot of other schools that are coming after Ryan Wingo. It's a top 10 player nationally, right. potentially like, dynamic football player so i wouldn't say it's a lean what i will say is that notre dame is in a very good spot early on because this yeah. one's not going to be one that's going to end this this summer or right even after the, this is going to be an after junior season type of commitment. there's a lot of work to be done with 100%. ryan wingo but what notre dame has been able to do to ryan's point is two months ago they weren't even really on the radar because sure. they just they lost for whatever reason they weren't as in in, in as much of contact when there was a changeover. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that they had to regroup so much on the 2023 receivers mm-hmm. and they were starting from scratch when Chancey Stuckey got hired, but you know, it is what it is. They've done a great job of getting back on. Cause I remember when you first got hired, maybe a month or two in, we're like, Hey, let's reach out to Ryan Wingo. And he's like, I hadn't really heard from their name that much. Well, that's obviously changed. And now you're in a situation where he is, you know, uh, he is, a top target for Notre Dame and has now been on campus twice in less than two months. Right. So obviously things went really well. I, I agree with Ryan's sentiment. Is Notre Dame, is he a lean to Notre Dame? I would say no. I don't think he has a school that he's leaning to per se right now. But to Ryan's point, if Notre Dame continues to do what they're doing, whenever he gets into decision-making mode, Notre Dame will be a very, very, very strong contender for him. That doesn't mean he's a lead. He's not a silent commit. He's not, none of those things. It's just saying they've now put themselves in the game where they're going to be a big factor in this recruitment. There's no, there's no doubt about that. And if I could add one thing too, Brian, Mm -hmm. of all the wide receivers that were there yesterday, they all mentioned something about CJ Carr being on campus. And it's a big deal for them, right? Right. Knowing who is going to be the guy that's going to be throwing the football. Ryan even mentioned it, that it's big to know who the guy is, right? So I think this is the impact that we were talking about before of having a five-star quarterback this early in a class. I think that that is also a big help to the Ryan Wingo recruitment as well. And obviously we'll stay on the offense side of the ball first, and then we'll go with some defensive guys. We talked about Cam Williams. There was a lot of other offensive guys on campus. One guy I wanted to follow up with you about was Peter Jones, who's a very highly ranked offensive lineman from Pennsylvania. He was on campus yesterday. How did things go with Notre Dame and Peter Jones? Of all the players that were there that are uncommitted, I would say that the biggest impact visits was for Peter Jones, if I'm being completely honest. And it's it's a weird one, Brian, because there's a lot of kids that had never been on in South Bend yesterday that made their first trip. So naturally you would say like 
those guys had to have the biggest impact, right? But I think Peter being able to bring his whole family with him yesterday, because he had his parents, his grandparents, everybody came out to Notre Dame this uh, for yesterday's event. And he spoke glowingly about every single member of the coaching staff that he was able to talk to. Of course, it's Harry He stands. And his, his family got to sit down with Coach Heastand, and he talked just about how they were just like, well, that guy's the real deal, right? Like, he's mm-hmm. the real deal. That's a word for word. He's the real deal. Then he got to sit down with Marcus Freeman. Marcus Freeman took a lot of his time to sit down with the family of Peter Jones and Peter himself to just talk about life after football, what Notre Dame can give to you. Not as much on the recruiting side of everything, just about what the pitch is, right? What is Notre Dame able to provide? So – I, I we've talked about this. I had a recent update on Peter's kind of timeline that he wants to wait until after his junior year. And he did reiterate that again yesterday, right? Like he said, he's not in a rush. All I'll say is to Randy's question before is Notre Dame a strong lean. I think absolutely for Peter Jones right mm-hmm. now. I think Peter, I think they're in number one position with Peter Jones. And as long as they I know also put in, put in an article that should be out. I think it might be live on the, on the site now, Mm-hmm. But Peter Jones is also going to be back in Notre Dame November 19th for the Boston College game already. He's already locked in that visit. So that Notre Dame is training about as well as you can with Peter Jones. He They knocked that one absolutely out of the park, in my opinion. Right. So let's move a little bit over to the defensive side of the ball. Obviously, there were some guys showed up that we weren't sure if they were going to show up or, yep. um, you know, whatever the case may be. And... One of those were the Smith twins. So you had talked to them recently, and they talked about wanting to get back for a game. Well, they ended up coming to visit yesterday, visit Notre Dame. You had a chance to catch up with them um, and uh, to see how things were going. Yeah, so I had the opportunity to talk to both Jacob and Jared Smith. And Jacob is the defensive end. Jared Smith is the more of the interior player uh, out of the two of them. And Jake, when I originally talked to Jacob a couple of weeks ago, he said that they didn't think that they were going to get to campus until after the barbecue. So like the week after, because they thought they had a family obligation that they weren't going to be able to get out to out of. So they did though, everything cleared up. They got to go to the trip yesterday and another one where they're already planning a trip back to campus. And mm-hmm. they spoke, they both spoke glowingly about Al Washington. That was like the majority of the conversation was just how impactful sitting down with coach Washington was to their recruitment. They loved the photo shoot. They loved the campus spoke glowingly also about just being around there. And they, I think it was Jacob that even said that there was just kind of a different feeling being on campus. Like you just can't explain it. You can't really quantify it, but it's just different. So in it, defensive line recruiting is going to be very interesting, Brian, because obviously Brandon Davis, Swain, Owen Wafer already in the class. There's not a ton of room, we don't think, right? Like, what is the number going to be? Four-ish type at the defensive line. So there's a lot of really talented players on the board. You would assume that, and by everything that I've talked to, that Jacob and Jared are most likely going to go to the same school. I mean, that isn't something that they've said like 100% we're going to end up at the same school, but you can kind of read between the tea leaves a little bit. So I think that they – really knocked this one out of the park yesterday, again, with the, with the Smith Twins, and they're already planning a trip back to Notre Dame this fall. So for me, I think that they did about as well as you could from a Coach Washington perspective. I thought that he did – he was able to sell both of those players on how you fit into this defense and the overall understanding of what Notre Dame could bring, how you fit from a, from a player perspective, how you fit from a student-athlete perspective, and, of course, the long-term of – After football, what can Notre Dame provide for you? 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Justin Scott obviously was on campus. We'll have a further update on him later. It's just been the normal. Went great. Things were good, really good. The feedback we've gotten from people that were around him, obviously he likes Notre Dame a lot. Not not a lot of new intel, kind of the same stuff we've reported in the past. Yep. Another kid that was on campus uh, this week or yesterday, Ryan, was another defensive lineman. Who, I was surprised how thick he was in some of the pictures. That's TJ Lindsay. Like I knew he was a big guy, but he looked – he was when you see him around other people, he's really thick. So uh, you had a chance to talk with him after the visit yesterday. How did things go with TJ Lindsay? Body type reminds you a little bit of Jason Moore, don't you think, Brian? Maybe not quite as tall, but like he mm-hmm. is a very filled out player with length, to your point, right? So TJ Lindsay is obviously out of uh, the state of this, um, excuse me, the state of Arkansas. He just got recently offered on June 30th. So he hasn't been on the board an incredible amount of time, but even though he has been on the board less than a month, he wanted to get up to South Bend to be able to check everything out. And I mean, to reiterate just kind of the consistency across the board, he loved the authentic approach. He spoke to me about Al Washington, about Coach Freeman, and the fact that they're just so real, right? Like it wasn't this show of like, hey, man, we love you. And just trying to like put off like this vibe of that you're something that you're not. They thought that he was real. They're authentic. Another player that told me, yes, I'll be back on campus this fall. There's no doubt about it. I'll be at a game. He doesn't have a game picked out, obviously, yet after just checking out Notre Dame and not being on Notre Dame's board for very long. But I think, again, they really stressed to TJ because he's a player that plays up and down a good Bryant defensive line. I mean, they were like 12-1 and state champions last year in mm-hmm. the state of Arkansas. And they, they are telling him, we, you, you can play anywhere from a three-tech out to a five. So we're talking strong side defensive end or inside is more of a three-tech interior defensive lineman. So an interesting player because he's not ranked on – any of the major recruiting platforms right now, which is very interesting, but he does mm-hmm. have offers from Notre Dame, Arkansas, and Georgia already. So he's got some decent offers, a smaller list, but a couple of nice, nice offers early. So I expect him to rise a little bit. And he's a player that Notre Dame is keeping close tabs on. And he had a lot, he had a great time yesterday because yesterday was his first trip to Notre Dame. There was a kid we kind of talked about, uh, a guy that Notre Dame offered during the 
the push in March, right? The, the uh, pot of gold push in March from New York. You don't see a lot of big time players coming from New York a, a whole lot. And that's Josiah Brown, who's a safety from New York. And what we said the other day was like, look, we're not going to get updates from him because he, he said, told Ryan, I mean, he was, Ryan was told like, we're just not going to do media interviews, but Ryan kept persisting. And he actually got a chance to speak with Josiah about his visit to Notre Dame yesterday. So I love the persistence, Ryan, but um, just kind of recap kind of what you what you got from it. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't like this deep, deep, deep dive. I mean, maybe it was, but what did you hear from Josiah Brown about his visit yesterday? I actually thought I got a decent amount, Brian. I put, a, put an update on the board last night or this morning. I can't remember. It's all kind of blurring together at this point. But Josiah Brown is a player, like you said, at first – Notre Dame was recruiting him as a safety, but now actually they're recruiting him as a wide receiver. So he okay. is being recruited by Coach Stuckey on the other side of the ball. So there's been a little bit of a switch over there. And if you look at his stats, they're not impressive. But mm-hmm. if you look at the reason why, they outscored their opponents last year in a, in a 10-0 season in New York, 378-47. to 47. Oh. So they, uh, he wasn't playing a ton in the second half of games. But he was a starting corner, starting wide receiver, also, the punt returner took a pump back 70 yards to the house. He is also a 6'3", 855-meter runner in track and field, too. So this kid's got some juice to him. So he talked a lot about – this was his first visit to campus as well. He's ranked in the top 100 recruits by two different platforms right now. And he told me that he wants to play wide receiver. And okay. I guess that's probably why the switch happened a little bit. He prefers playing on the offensive side of the football. Coach Stuckey likes him. And he talked a lot about Coach Stuckey and their relationship they've been able to build yesterday in a pretty short amount of time. And he was just kind of joined by the hip to Coach Stuckey. He loved the the chance for them to not only do the barbecue stuff, but also play some games that had a little bit of a competitive environment to it. Also tour the campus, photo shoot. thought Josiah Brown had a great, great experience at Notre Dame. And he's another guy to add to your wide receiver board, which is a incredibly impressive group that has been offered mm-hmm. oh, now yes. by Notre Dame wide receivers. Oh, yes. And I love the fact that they just keep recruiting, just keep recruiting dudes. I mean, until you fill up, keep recruiting guys. And, and I, I like that philosophy quite a bit. So that's going to do it for the recruiting aspects, right? Anything else that you'd like to add? I mean, obviously there's a lot more guys we're going to keep trying to contact and keep trying to reach out to and get more updates, but anything else, any, any of the other 2024 guys you'd like to, to talk about? I, I just love the pull of this staff and just the overall vibe. I mean, you just didn't hear anything negative, which doesn't mm-hmm. usually happen for this type of event, but it's just been consistent across the board. I think the ideology and the pitch from all the coaches, it's it's consistent, right? Like it's not like th- four different pitches for four different coaches. They are consistent with life after football, off the field. We can also bring you a championship mentality, but also give you an Ivy League education. Like it has been consistent all the way across the board. And it's been fun to be able to, cover this especially after the fact because there were a lot of guys that weren't planning on going right like ryan wingo like a day or two before the event just decided like okay i'm gonna go out to notre dame the right. Smith twins were a late ad there were a lot of guys that just were like okay let's go right so the list ends up continuing to grow for guys that we thought weren't even going to be in attendance but i think it just speaks volumes to how excited people are for notre dame football right now because these guys want to go and see the campus right. because of what marcus freeman and the rest of the staff is doing on the trail right now. No, and look, I, I have no way to know this. I don't think Ryan said this or would say this, but I, I just don't feel like that happens if CJ Carr is not going to be on campus. I mean, and this is now the second time that CJ and Ryan Wingo have hung out because he visited in was early June. Yes, uh, I think it was uh, in that first weekend of June when they had twenty twenty four guys mostly on campus. 
and CJ Carr came down for that. Well, this time I think it was more of Ryan Wingo, I think, just my read, doing this for a while. Sounds yep. to me like it was a chance for Ryan Wingo to come back up and then meet with CJ Carr and Cam Williams and get to know those guys a little bit, which is going to be part of the process. So um, really, uh, really important, really important event. So there, there's a lot of guys on campus this weekend. So Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.